0: Welcome to Friends Talking Nerdy. This is Tim Jasma. I'm Sterling. And I'm Ray. We got a new one with us. Ray. Hi, Ray. How are you? Hi, Ray.
1: Hi.
0: (laughs) As you overheard in a previous episode, um, Sterling and I have already talked about our conversion to nerdism. So since we got someone else here, um, someone who's going to be joining us on a regular basis, Let's find out, Ray. Let's hear your story, the happy and not depressing story at all.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know (laughs) about that. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, my name is Ray. Um, I first got into uh, video games was like my first intro to things. Um, And yeah, well, not... Really. I started, like, my brother had a Nintendo we, 64.
2: Yeah, we weren't born in the 70s, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> this
1: is 90s kids yeah. here. Like.
2: My, my, <laughs> first, my first video game was my Game Boy, but then I had, like, an NES. Like, yeah. that was, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I had a Nintendo 64. I really got into playing The Legend of Zelda. Um, and so I played Ocarina of Time a lot. Um, and then... And then a bunch of depressing stuff happened where I ended up being like a homeless kid um, and so I didn't have time for video games and all that stuff. So well, would, why
0: would that be? Hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> too busy trying I mean, <laughs> to find food.
0: <laughs> now that we're in our box tonight, Ma, can we plug in the N sixty four? Right, right.
1: <laughs> all, that, all
0: that
2: pesky electricity. Pay for. <laughs> we'll go to the library, you
1: know? Hey. <laughs> um, but basically, like, I went over to my cousin's house, like for the summer, and they were always playing video games, like they were playing. Uh, My cousins are really into Sonic the Hedgehog, and so... They're idiots. They
2: they Uh, haven't had a good Sonic game since, like, the late... Or early 90s. Yeah. yeah.
1: They were, like, really huge into Sonic the Hedgehog and also Dragon Ball Z, so that's also how I got into anime. Nice. Um, Like, all of their email addresses started with, like, SSJ4 and then their name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so from there, like, I kind of grew an interest... Um, That eventually became a passion, and now it's something that I want to do with my life. Like, creating games that uh, promote diversity and, like, having all sorts of characters and, like, really fun and interesting, non-depressing backstories.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I mean... I'm not one... Uh, you, you talked about the depressing story that you had. I mean, at least you had an N64. I had my imagination, and look where
2: that got me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when when I grew up, I, I didn't realize that, like, a lot of cartoons that I was watching were made in Japan. You know what I mean? Like, you're just sitting there, and you're like, G.I. Joe, yeah! And you're just like, whoa, why are their... Why, why are their mouths still moving? Nobody's yeah. talking. <laughs> you know, like, and and... It, or Voltron, it, Thundercats. Yeah, well, I had no idea. Power Rangers, things like that. Like, I didn't realize until I was, like, in high school that, like, they were mm-hmm. actually from Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me, like, go directly to the source. What is this? Naruto? Bleach? Fully cooling? like yes. all this shit like it it blew my mind at like um, this weird age when i was going from like 7th 8th grade to high school because some guys are being a girl she were into anime well, <laughs> <no. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Super different Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so Because, no, 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 no. Like, this is it, a serious thing. It's funny. It's really serious. I, I lost a lot of my friends in about the eighth grade. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, almost all of them. Like Wait, why? I, yeah. Um, so I, I was tall. I was very gawky. I was uh, kind of too smart for my own good. Mm -hmm. Um, My eighth grade year, like going from seventh to eighth grade, uh, we had summer reading, right? Mm -hmm. So my summer reading for um, my my summer, and I didn't just like sit inside all day and like just read. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I would go to like baseball tournaments and on the way I'd read and, um, you know, we'd take card trips to wherever the hell we were going at the time and I'd read. And, you know, I remember my sister went to gymnastics camp, so we drove her to gymnastics camp. And then I'm in the car, and I, like, when the Game Boy died of batteries, you, you read. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm reading all these books, and, you know, I, I go back to school, and I turn in my summer reading uh, uh, paper. And I, by myself, read more books than the entire school combined.
1: Dang. right and, and
2: like it, it was a uh, kindergarten to 8th grade school okay. and you know kindergarten <laughs> to 8th grade participated in this thing but it it was it was weird for me because like the only kid in 8th grade who participated ended up reading more than everybody
1: mm-hmm.
2: and like it and like teachers took part and like and then like we're at this auditorium where they're talking about it and announced it And then this one lady, uh, the superintendent, is just like, hey, this guy's really cool. He did, not only did he do summer reading, but he read more than everybody. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, this bitch just fucking told the whole school. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like... What the fuck, lady? Like, you, like, and, and she's like, come on up, come on up. And I'm, like, trying to walk out of the auditorium. And you're like, I'm not going like, to this And then, like, the year. teacher's like, no, 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 you're going up there. So I, I'm like, fuck. I walk up. I take the little, like, metal, like, they got this, like, oh, hang over your neck metal. <laughs> and I, like, I just, I took it. They tried to put it on me, and I just, I grabbed it. And I'm, like, standing there, and it's dead silent. It in a in a whole auditorium oh of God. people, it is dead silent. <laughs> and like
1: We're gonna proceed to write nerd on this kid's forehead. Oh
2: <laughs> and I'm not I'm not like a super nerdy dude, but like I, I played every sport that the, the school offered. Um I, I was awkward, but like I was decently good looking, and then it like it was bragging, right? yeah yeah he yeah, should should <laughs> but then like it, the the school finds out that you're a little bit smarter than everybody, and it makes them uncomfortable. It made everybody uncomfortable, and uh, for the rest of the year, man, like there was rumors going around that I was gay. I um I, I was really awkward. I'm the tallest girl next to me came up to like my like just above my belly button because I was so tall. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, why don't you go to school dances?" And I'm just like, "Why would I go to a school dance? Everybody's tiny." <laughs> so, you know, name like name. yeah, yeah. And like this this whole group of friends that I had gr- like gained since third grade was just like, "Uh, no. <laughs> like we're going to we're just going to no, we're not going to talk." Shame. Yeah. Shame. So, like you know, I, I met this one friend uh, who was not in my area, but he was like, oh, yeah, anime. And he introduced me to Naruto. Yep. So, like, this summer between eighth grade to high school, I watched Naruto up until, uh, like, Shippuden in yep. in, in J- Japanese. So he, like, got all of these episodes, put them on a, a flash drive, and I just watched them. Some in French, some in uh, German, but, you know, they all had English subtitles, which was Doesn't really... matter at the end but, of the day. But, <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, when you're like, oh, I'm just alienated from all my friends, let me relate to the motherfucker who is, like, possessed by a demon and, you know, is a ninja. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, easily, yeah, easily relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> very relatable, and it it it's crazy. Shit like that is crazy. But, you know, people are like, "Oh, why do you like this so much?" And it's like, I found solace at a very dark time
1: exactly. in this thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of like how where I'm coming from. Like when I, so when I think about eighth grade, I went to uh, I had just moved to Cincinnati, and I was uh, I went from eighth grade to. Uh, graduation of high school I went to school in Cincinnati and that place was a nightmare it was an absolute nightmare but I went to a school where um, it was the first predominantly black school that I had ever gone to Mm -hmm. I was normally going to uh, predominantly white schools so this is my first uh, experience going to a predominantly black school and automatically as soon as I opened up my mouth everyone was just like why do you talk like a white girl? (laughs) They're just like, why do you talk like that? You talk weird. You're weird. You listen to rock music. You're basically a white person. And I was just like, okay, cool, I'm going to this school where, like, everybody pretty much hates me. And basically I was just like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So my show that I watched was uh, Cowboy Bebop. Nice. That was the very first anime that I started watching that really sucked me in um, and kind of gave me, like, an escape to kind of, like, get away from... Everything like I would go home, lock myself in my room, watch uh, Cowboy Bebop, and then just be like, I'd rather be a space cowboy than yeah, fuck you. Be yeah. here. Some <laughs> people
0: call me a space <laughs> cowboy. Yeah,
1: like this shit is miserable. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, I've been like, you know what? I'm gonna go straight to the source. So I started watching Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, um, Ghosts in the Shell.
0: The so Scarlett um, Johansson version.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, Not that version.
2: Oh, if I wasn't have opinions. <laughs> If it wasn't for Adult Swim, I wouldn't yes. have yep. found half of the anime because I found Full Metal Alchemist. Yep. I found Bleach. I loved Bleach. I I followed Bleach until the end of the Aizen saga. Yep. That was amazing. And um it it was really hard watching stuff like that and then it's like, "Oh, you know, Full Metal Alchemist, when you see, like, the first Chimera being made, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, I'm a depressed teen. And then it's like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm a depressed teen. <laughs> and, he, and, like, you think you're you're hitting these lows, and you think you hit these, like, really big lows, and then you you see something that someone else has experienced, or you have this thing peeled away, and you're just like, oh there's a new low below this low. Yeah. And you're just like, "Wow. Wow." Okay. <laughs> and and you know you you have all the your people around you who are like, you know, Dudley Do right, like captain of the football team or you, you just you're more popular people. Yeah. yeah. And then with that you are just like, "Okay. I'm I'm just going to go into this pit and not talk to anybody." You know? But these cartoons help, you know?
1: I was lucky. I also had my uh, little brother who was really into anime at oh. the time. Like, he was also into, like, Bleach, and he would always, like, come over to my room and be like, hey, do you want to watch uh, Naruto together? Nice. I wasn't really into Bleach and Naruto, but he was the, he was the black kid with the, like, swoop uh, like the swooped emo hair and he oh. would run with his uh, arms behind <laughs> his <head. laughs> and he had the, the headband. headband yeah oh man uh he where was, is like, it
2: he was like in it where is it <laughs> uh, i have the village hidden in the sound headband somewhere oh
1: my god he was <laughs> like know. really he was really into it and he was the one who um, Told me about like anime conventions, and I was yeah, just like, yeah. "Wait a minute,
0: there's a bunch a, of people yeah. get together." Yeah, Kamori. <laughs> I know here in uh, Portland we had KamoriCon. Yeah,
2: yeah, I I lived in California, and there was uh, fanime. So it's in San Jose, and it was an hour up the road, and you know you just got tickets, and I would go for a day because like. The third day, I couldn't stand the smell. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I mean... I could not stand the smell.
1: When it comes to the West Coast, though, you guys are kind of getting gypped. Like, the East Coast is, like, lit when it comes to anime conventions. Really, There are so many on the East Coast. And, like, we were in Ohio, so there would be, like, a few in Ohio. Um, If you drove over to Pennsylvania or, like, uh, D.C., there is, like, a lot of stuff in that area, and, like, Boston and New York, they all had, like, a bunch of conventions, and, like, down the line in high school, or after high school, actually, I started working with uh, people doing, um, setting up game rooms at different anime conventions, nice. so I volunteered doing okay. that. The owner was, like, an asshole, so yeah. not so we, nice. We he was had kind of, the whole group was, like, a bunch of racist Assholes like home in Ohio. Assholes. That's yeah. shocking. Who yeah. would have yeah. thunk it? We, but yeah, there's a lot
2: of that going on. We had a place where I grew up uh, because I lived out in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in this like small farming town. The main export is hay and broccoli and spinach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you had this one group of people, and they they made this like game room. And this game room was called The Matrix, because The Matrix had just come out. Yeah. So it's just a room full of computers, and people would play, like, Counter-Strike and uh, World of Warcraft, and you'd pay, like, $20 for four hours. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd play, and you, you have, like, your time limit, and you pay for hours, and then in the back they had, like, Super Smash Brothers and all this stuff, and you, you're right. There are a lot of people who would be like, oh you fucking fag and drop an N-word and like and I'm like, bro, like the only person in here who's like not white is that one Mexican kid. And like <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? Like why are you why are you so angry? Exactly. And and I get it. I absolutely get it because you have these people who didn't fit in and then they find this like subculture of anger and hate. And, you know, you have violent video games to, like, make them feel a little bit better. Well,
0: take a look at comics these days. I mean, look at the reaction that uh, Cap- the, the Captain America storyline Dude, for has. for real. I mean, you've yeah. had Captain America in the... Con- spoilers... Um, Captain <laughs> America in the comics. I, um, we should just change the name of the show to spoiler alert. Yeah, you know what? If, <laughs> spoiler alert. If, 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 yeah, I mean, if, if you are here, just assume you're going to be spoiled on something. So don't blame me uh, if you're too lazy to buy something. We're mostly talking your,
2: about oh. things that are a year old or more. Yeah. yeah or yeah. Darth or Vader's Luke's like father, not about quite that. Out yet, so there's just, it's either speculation or a little bit older. But yeah,
0: th- th- yeah the thing with Captain America, though, is that when the, the storyline came out, that, um, the Red Skull was using a cosmic cube to make Steve Rogers think that um, he's been a member of Hydra all along. The writer Nick Spencer was getting tons and tons of death
2: threats, death threats, and hate mail. Like uh, people who were going around saying, "Like, oh, you know, I I live my life by Captain America, and now that you're just like shitting on Captain America, I'm just going to start shitting on everybody in my life," and it's like. What? Why? but there's a culture in
0: comic um, com- in comic fandom that I just don't get they um, want to the have this weird view that their their heroes are super hardcore conservative and that is not the case
2: well and and like you saw that with, like, Superior Spider-Man, uh, where Dr. Octopus, like, possessed this body. And, like, people are going crazy. And it's like, listen, man, it's not going to be permanent. It's not. Yeah, I mean, you as, it, as
0: Dan Sloss said, you had to wait until the story was over to it, it, give your opinion at that time. Now, the exactly. Nick Spencer story, I'm not a fan of it because I thought it was just poorly written. But... I, you know, t- that doesn't mean I think he should die. And, yeah. you know, also take a look at some other Marvel fans, quote-unquote. Like uh, one of their editors, yeah. Heather Antos, p- uh, tweeted a picture of her and some other people, uh, other women that worked at Marvel, which is holding milkshakes, you know, good day at work type oh, of thought. Oh, I
1: remember that.
0: And then everybody was like, you're a social justice warrior. I hate these little... little
1: it's the same thing with uh, <clears throat> the video game community as well. As I think any nerdy fandom, there's been an issue where people, specifically white men, have come out the woodworks uh, when it's something that they don't like, and they just talk a bunch of just negative bullshit. And
0: here. I don't get it. I don't get it because, especially the Captain America nonsense, Captain America throughout the years, Jack Kirby himself made Captain America a Nazi at one point. He made this no yeah. Yeah. And 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 take take Jack Kirby. I mean, I've been reading up on Jack Kirby, and like, there was one time s- these two people came to um, the Marvel um, studios um, where they where they made the comics in the '60s, and they were bad mouthing Jack Kirby and making anti Jewish references and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. what yeah. Kirby did was rolled up his sleeves, went downstairs, and tried to kick their ass. Yeah, ooh, yeah.
2: yeah. Jack wow. Kirby was a badass, and I mean, like you had you had Stan Lee. Yeah, Stanley changed his name because you know he was he didn't want to have negative press around his name.
0: I, I think no, I th- what I've heard with that too, I, I, that may be true. Yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I think a, a part of it too is it that he wanted, name. yeah, he wanted a pen name so he could write the great American novel. Yeah, he wanted the great American novel to be Stanley Lieber, his real name. Um, but they, it yeah. is what it is. But just there are. And take Doctor Who. I mean, that was z- z- one thing, you know, we were going to bring up here. The, the announcement that there is a new female Doctor Who.
1: And everybody died. Well, <laughs> the white men just died. They're like, wait a minute, what? Excuse me? What? There's going to be a female doctor? I was just like... He's an this, alien. He's, he's an, an alien. He's an alien time traveler, and you guys are hung up about the fact that he's
0: well, now
2: going to be, be a woman.
1: are they going to use a
0: sonic screwdriver to do some tissues? I mean... Yeah, it's already been Established in that universe Going back to Tom Baker Their fourth Doctor Um, It was the 16th season I believe it was And he had a Time Lord companion By the name of Romana Who ended up Choosing the the body that she you know regenerated into, so it yeah. is possible for the doctor or any other time lord to say, "Now I'm going to be a woman. Now I'm going to be red haired. Now I'm going to be a hermaphrodite. Now I'm going to be this big blue squishy thing." It's a choice, yeah. And does it matter at the end of the day? I don't think with the doctor, the doctor's gender
2: has anything to do with that character. Nothing I mean, at all. I feel like there's a lot of stories that they could explore from a different angle, and it gives a breath of fresh air to the character. Mm hmm I mean, you have a character that's been around for... before I even... No, you know what I mean.
0: Like it's you other have, than Star Trek. I mean, yeah. it, it came the day after the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, uh, yeah, November twenty third, nineteen sixty three is is when it debuted. Yeah, and I, I think they've also done a pretty good job of establishing too that I think the Doctor is kind of asexual, kind of like Captain Jack. So it would also allow... What if Captain Jack came back? I mean, this would be the perfect Um, way to bring Captain Jack. And Uh uh, I remember John Barrowman, um, when he came to Wizard World, he gave an
2: interesting um, panel. (laughs) He he came into our store a few times, and that was the funniest thing. I, yeah, I know one of our managers <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: ended up uh, helping him out, and I guess uh, he was talking in, like, a fake British accent or something the whole time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Last time he came into the store, he was hitting on Jim.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, co-worker of the It was so funny. It was so funny. Uh, and, I mean, We're like, a slut, right? he, he, <laughs> he, like, I think he had just come from the con, and he was just, you know, looking to pick up a few things, and Apparently Jim just tickled his fancy. Yeah, you know, yeah. And right. Jim's a good-looking guy. Like he's a good-looking guy. Right? <laughs> he's really sweet. Yeah, but um, I I love <laughs> having the uh, the the people who just you know are mildly famous coming through our store every now and then. Oh, and John Laroquette coming in. That yeah, was amazing I think to see.
1: everybody like was just frozen. It was just like, well.
0: And Claude when John Berlin came into the store and Jonathan Frakes, Correct. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of Johns someone.
1: that come through yeah. the store. No, when Jonathan Frank came into the store, everybody was just like, is that is that number one? Is that is that him? And Claude.
2: Was <laughs> Make it so number one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we
1: were all just standing there, just like, oh my God. And if He's I had come the cur- into
0: the store a few times. If I had the oh, really? courage, yeah, I would twice. have done that. I would have done that whole Beavis and Butthead thing, you know. Number one, I order you to take a number two.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the one that got me, because you know, there's there's all kinds of different famous. Oh, Scott Ian. sure, um, sure, little guy. <laughs> yeah. um, Katie Lang. <laughs> Katie Lang came into the store, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with Katie Lang. Um, she was one of the first openly gay singers, country singers, country singers. That, yeah. oh, that's why I don't. That know. was a gay thing.
0: Yeah. Well, she's, it, but her thing, her country is not what you think of traditional I would say country. It's, like it's not poetry. fiddles. It's it's more like spoken word. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's like the, it's the, just more homey, kind of. I think. A it's lighter deep. version of Showcra. It's it's pretty mm. deep though. Um, She's not horrible. I know the Rolling Stones unintentionally ripped
2: off one of her songs. Yeah, too. she was. Uh, she was on an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I love that show. By the way, Wait, what episode? Yeah, so uh, when they were talking about, I think it was Robin Sparkles three. Oh, when okay. when they're talking about where were you the day of the Grey Cup when Robin Sparkles like went and created grunge, <laughs> right? Oh, I remember. So that. Katie Lang is. Um, she's got, like, a salt-and-pepper kind of hair part to the side. Okay. And I think she was the only girl that they really interviewed in that, like, uh, thing. So, okay. um, you know, there were famous singers and stuff like that. So they had, like, Paul Simon, uh, the guy from uh, Full House. Like, famous <laughs> Canadian people. But uh, Katie Lang. Cut it out. Katie Lang was in uh, that episode, and, like, it, it didn't hit me until, like, I was, like, ten minutes into talking to her. Because everybody's, like, coming up, and they're like, oh, my God, I love your work. You're amazing. Your song saved my life. And I'm just like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> who is this person? Someone tell me. I feel like I'm going to offend her by not knowing who she is. And I was like, so I'm, I'm guessing you're kind of famous. And she's like, I'm okay. You know? Okay. She, was, she was very, very <laughs> humble. And uh, it, I felt so bad because, like, someone helped her, and someone, like, messed it up. They didn't restore from a, uh, a backup. Ooh. And her device didn't have, like, a lot of her work, like, that she was working on. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're... I'm glad I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're just... I'm, I'm helping her getting it back up and running. And um, it, it was really funny because I had no idea who, sh- who she was, and it, lo- it felt like she liked that. She was like, okay, yeah. I'm okay with this. And then every time someone, like, came up and was like, oh, my God, Katie Lang, I love you. She's just, like, it seemed like it kind of agitated her.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, because it's like, hey, I'm trying to get this thing done. It's a little private. Probably don't want to talk about it. And then it's like, Ugh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to take notes. Go away. Go away.
0: <laughs> get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... It
0: does surprise me, though, at the level of idiocy that some fans mm-hmm. give. I, I I don't get how these characters that are supposed to be heroes, that are meant to be for everybody, that are meant to save the day, I don't see how somebody could twist that into these levels of hatred. I mean, it's like everything these days is turning political. Everything these days is turning into an us-or-them scenario when why can't... Captain America just be a hero? Why can't the doctor b- decide, hey, I'm going to be a woman today and still be the same yeah. character? Yeah. I, I I don't get the logic behind, you know, um, you know, things must always be the same way I remember them from 20 years ago. Yeah.
1: You I know. think it's because they don't want to share their icons. Like, they see their favorite characters from childhood changing into something that they don't necessarily relate with anymore so they're just or like they you recognize. can't Yeah, yeah. you well, can't have this well, look, because happened, it was mine <laughs> look what happened with
0: Star Wars though, with, with the prequel trilogy we talked about it a bit with more. I mean yeah. you, get, you get a lot of Star Wars fans that say George Lucas ruined my childhood no he didn't he just made three mediocre to bad films that does not make The Empire Strikes Back worse that doesn't make Return of the Jedi
2: worse because Attack of the Clones was a dumpster fight it doesn't change the experience of you seeing it when it aired when it came all. out when it was released and, and yeah. d- d- d-
0: the Star Wars trilogy was a great trilogy was a great movies but it, d- Lucas is human yeah. and especially when he's put when he put himself in a situation to where nobody can really say no to no to him what what did anybody really expect
2: there yeah. to happen um, one of my favorite comic book series that I discovered in high school um was Young Avengers mm-hmm. um and um, it's it's super weird to say this because I felt like I was kind of closed off in uh, my small little hometown. Um, but Young Avengers had a uh, a cast of Wiccan, um, young Hulkling, Hulkling, um, prodigy, like all all of these different characters. He'll be a Hulk when he hits puberty. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he was a scroll. Bing! He was a scroll that could shapeshift and like just to like make sense to everybody he became like something that looked like the Hulk and um, it was my first introduction to not only a gay character but like gay people in general like I didn't really fully understand what that was and I forget who wrote that during the time but it was right around Secret Invasion and Nick Fury was kind of using them as an ace in the hole. Yeah. And they're doing, like, these more... I wouldn't say mediocre, but, like, under-the-radar kind of missions. And it was just really cool to see, like, oh, hey, um, these guys like each other. He's an alien, and he can be whatever he wants because he's a shapeshifter, but he he identifies as male. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then... um, After paying attention to that, I was, I I hate to say it, but, like, a a veil, again, was peeled away. And then I realized, like, oh, my God, classmates that I knew, people I was friends with, were gay. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know there was a word. Mm Um. And I remember one of my very close friends. Um, I met him sophomore year. I didn't have like a group of friends my freshman year; it was just me meeting people. And I'm just like, "Oh, hey, hi, what's up?" I don't really know anybody. These guys aren't talking to me. What's up? But <laughs> be my friend, uh, please. Yeah. After sophomore year, I met friends who played video games. I met friends who watched anime, and it was it was so awesome, man. Um, You know, we talked about watching Scrubs and all these crazy shows, but um, one of my friends, after, you know, reading this book and then, like, kind of just paying attention to stuff, he was kind of angry at everything. And I was like, hey, are are you gay?
0: Will Tim find a way to screw up another relationship? Will Ray find a way to escape from the Puerto Rican terrorists and to regain her memory from the amnesia she suffered? Will Sterling find love with his true friend? Find the answers to these questions and so much more on the next episode of Friends Talking Nerdy. Friends Talking Nerdy was filmed before a live studio audience. The theme song to Friends Talking Nerdy was written and performed by Christopher Lazarick. You can find him on ChristopherLazarick.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-L-A-Z-A-R-E-K.com. You can also find his EP, Here's to You, digitally, on all available outlets.